You are listening to The Current Daily, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Ah, today is Friday, August 21st. I hope you had a productive week and have a relaxing weekend planned. Next Wednesday is the next IT Services All Hands. Outbook invites with pertinent details have been sent. In advance of that All Hands, our SMT is looking for a little bit of feedback on how you are creatively adjusting to life in the age of COVID-19 and any concerns you have as we head into fall. You'll receive an email later today with a link to a survey where you can anonymously share your thoughts. It's only three questions, so I'm sure you can take time for that. It's a little bit shorter than that staff at work survey. Let's not dither-dather anymore. We've got a great interview with Mike Howell coming. He'll talk about a project he worked on that won a Solder Silver Award. Also, some of you might be aware, his son Mikey is on the UC San Diego basketball team. We'll check in on how the Tritons are preparing for their big move up to Division One. This is Mark Herzberger. Today I'm joined by Mike Howell. He's our Assistant Director of IT Services, RMP. Mike, welcome to the pod. How are you? Good. Thanks, Mark, for having me. Yeah, you got it. You're here primarily to talk about the customer dashboard for construction projects, which was recently uh, honored with a Sauter Award. Um, but before that, uh, as we ask all of our guests, how has your experience with work from home been since March? Well, you know, it's different. You're trying to make the best of the new environment and the new world that we're living in. Been trying to stay positive and staying busy. Some of the things that I try to do is stay engaged with the team by having regular meetings two or three times a week. Just trying to make the best of it. So I'm very thankful and fortunate. My family's healthy. We've been healthy. Friends have been doing okay. So it's pretty sad that we see all the things that's happening in the world due to this time of pandemic. We just try to continue to work hard and strive to be the best that we can be. Yeah, I think that's the right attitude. You mentioned your family. I'm glad they're doing okay. You have quite the family, I guess, as I like to term it. As far as kids, you've got starting lineup. Uh, plus a sub. (laughs) And, you know, they're all very sporty. So, I mean, how have they been doing? They've been doing pretty well. I have a young one. I'll start with the youngest one. He's a high, high school senior that plays basketball. His recruiting has been different. So not being able to take visits and have any face-to-face with coaches and being able to visit campuses has been a struggle. Luckily, UC San Diego is one of his top choices. So we'll see how that plays out in the next couple of weeks. My other kids, you know, they're, they're grown and they're working. So they're doing very well. So we're happy. And I know you've been involved in you know, basketball coaching before. I assume that's off due to the COVID, uh, but you were telling me about the Pro-Am League you had going uh, recently? Yeah, so um, I started a Pro-Am League last year. This was season two. A few weeks ago, we wrapped up the season. We didn't have any COVID cases, um, no serious injuries, and we were able to pull it off by implementing some safety procedures. It was very high level. For those that don't know, 
pro-am is professional amateur. Mm -hmm. And so we had about 50 or more professionals from all over the world that played. And then we had another 50 or so amateurs that play in college somewhere, including, you know, UC San Diego, San Diego State. So we were happy to provide a really good basketball league at the highest level possible and something that help these young men get some film so they can continue on to uh, live their dream. And so we're, we're very proud of that, helping out the community. Oh, that sounds super. Are there any uh, players that I uh, might have heard of from the pro or um, amateur ranks that you had in there? Yeah. yeah, we had Matt Mitchell from San Diego State. He's oh, their nice. best player. Christian Oshida from UC San Diego. He played. He just graduated. And one of the, you know, he was one of our best players in the league. He he really performed at a high level. And I heard he's going to be uh, going over to Europe and signing a contract over there. Some really big names in the basketball community. I just named a few that you may have heard of. Okay. How'd Mitchell look? We need a big year from him. Uh, he looked good. He looks good. Matt, Matt is, he's a, he's a stud. He entered his name into the draft. Then, you know, I don't know the, the complete story, but due to COVID, he ended up deciding to return for his senior season at San Diego State. So we're expecting to see big things from him. The other good thing, you know, I was able to see my sons play in it. And mm-hmm. so um, that was one of the reasons I helped start the uh, Pro-Am League. Very proud uh, of them as well. You know, as of as of July 1st, when uh, the Tritons went to Division One, you're the father of a Division One player. How does that make you feel when I say that? You know, very proud. I'm happy for the university. I'm happy for the players that put in all the hard work. And I'm happy for the students. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully there can be a season. I'd like to attend some games, but uh, I, I need your influence here. We, we can't have these games start at 8 o'clock. That's a little too late when you've got oh, okay, a little yeah. baby like I do. Yeah, a little bit out of my hands and control, but, uh, you know, you'll find a way to get out the house. And as they continue to get better over the years, I'm pretty sure they'll be dominating the Big West in a few years. You'll be wanting to go and take your family. Yeah, sounds like it's going to be a great adventure for the team. Uh, We're all looking forward to it. Um, So let's get into some of the, the stuff that you do for us here in IT services. What's your role and what are the kind of projects that you normally work on? I'm the service owner and relationship manager for resource management and planning. We support the business. There are multiple divisions in resource management and planning. Some include the police department environment, health and safety, transportation services, the daycare, the bookstore, facilities management, capital program management, campus planning, imprints. And that's, you know, that's most of the list, but there are more. I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but I have a pretty large portfolio. Yeah, it sounds like that'll keep you busy. Um, So we're going to dive in a little bit, like I mentioned at the top, the customer dashboard for construction projects, and that Mm -hmm. uh, was honored with the Sauter Silver Award. Um, How did this particular project come to you? Before I jump right into how it came to me, you know, we implement different types of solutions. We implement commercial off-the-shelf tools and applications. Uh, We create custom applications and build integrations between campus systems. So, when the facilities management team came to me, they had a business 
requirement to track construction projects on the campus. We did everything we could to try to find a third-party tool in the market. And after a thorough search, I would say about two months, mm-hmm. uh, we really, it was determined that we had to build a custom application. As far as the requirements on the business side, uh, what specifically were they trying to accomplish? They were trying to accomplish a clean and easy way to view their construction projects. They were using spreadsheets and different forms of emails and other methods to try to track hundreds of hours, and it became a mess in maintenance. And, you know, there, when you do that, there's inaccuracies and the process was just not very good, especially with the number of construction projects coming up in the future. So they wanted a consistent and easy process where they could have a view and be able to create reports on all of their projects. So with those, you know, requirements in hand, how did, how did you and the team build this? I mean, what was the mm-hmm. process you went through to, to get this going? Yeah, it wasn't easy at first. I want to mention that this was a custom app that was built from scratch. We used an agile process for rough requirements. We went through iterations of each requirement in sprints. We talked about the design, implementation, the build, deploy, and repeated that process for the requirements as part of the the process, the methodology. The development cycle was essential in arriving at a solution in a short time. It worked for us for this project. There are different ways you can implement, and we were able to use this approach. What technology uh, is it built on? We leveraged our existing Java stack using uh, Java Spring MVC web app and the backend Oracle database. And as you were going along, what were some of the challenges that you faced and how did you overcome them? We were lucky to have a really good business partner. They helped us identify requirement. They knew what they wanted, but just like any other project, we did run into some challenges. As you know, during ESR and UC Path, we had people busy on working on those campus-wide projects. So it came down to resources. Our programmers were allocated Um, on other projects. So we had to find a way to go out and get this project done using resources. And then as we got into the details, the business learned that they wanted or needed additional features, which caused some scope creep, Mm -hmm. you know, as you're probably familiar with. The business did a good job in managing their needs versus wants. So we were able to roll out a minimal viable product, and then over time, we would roll out additional features and functionality in future phases. The application has has been uh, up and running, but can you maybe help us paint a a picture of just um, in in its final form what exactly the the program does and, and what it looks like and what information it provides to the RMP folks? It basically, the dashboard is a clean way to see all their projects in one website. You can see the budget, the health of the project, the timeline, updates, and be able to get a complete picture at a glance of the project. There are, I believe, 90 to 100 project managers 
on campus that use this tool at any given moment. It allows them to update the information and the information in real time is available to the higher-ups that need to make decisions on money or, or any other needs related to the project. Obviously, it's going well for it to be honored with the Sauter Silver Award. But, you know, from your point of view, how is it going in terms of the folks over in RMP that are using it? You know, they seem pretty happy with it. We continue to make enhancements. We even made some enhancements this month. So we wrote out some additional features. So I think that is working great. And we're being asked by UCLA to use the same tool. Oh, okay. That sounds great. Maybe we'll, we'll wrap up here, you know, with, with this recognition of the, the Sauter Award that came out. Uh, what is your reaction to that? Or how does it make you feel that you contributed to, to something that, that got such a high honor? I remember back when I first started walking into the office and there were all these awards in Torrey Pines. When I started, I just kept wondering, what, what are all these awards for? And so I asked my manager, Kevin Chow, he explained that the ward recognizes IT projects that advance the university's mission. I was like, oh, that's cool. I really didn't think no more about it. And, you know, being so busy and just keeping my head down, just working and trying to learn the business and build relationships and, you know, day-to-day work. Now being an award winner, I want to say that I am just honored to be given an opportunity to be part of a great team and to be able to work with some really smart people. I'm proud to be able to say that I was a part of this and um, they really just want to make me continue to work harder and hopefully come out with the next really great solution for the university. And I don't know, are there other other folks from the team um, that you want to give a, a shout out to that made this possible? Wow, there's a list of people. Okay. Um, you know, Richard Dunning, our lead designer, he was instrumental in taking the requirements and having the vision to design a really great solution from an IT perspective. Then there was the, on the facilities management side, there's Harley Crace that was the stakeholder. He was the visionary on that side as well. There was our lead subject matter expert. His name is Doug Darius. He was the one that coordinated between ITS and the business. And of course, you know, we want to mention Stephen Jackson and Gary Matthews. They drove this from a high level and uh, also Eliud Escobedo. So there were a number of people. I, I didn't name everybody, but those are the people that come to mind. Okay. I think we can leave it there, Mike. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Oh, thank you, Mark, for having me. And I'm excited for everyone that was part of this project. I would like to uh, congratulate them. Thank you for the opportunity again. Yeah, you got it. All right. Have a good day. Yeah, thank you. You too. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of 
The Current Daily.